Hello, test, test, test. I think that sounds good. What do you think? Nobody in the room? All right. Awesome. Let's, uh, okay. Um, there is, as always, no easy way to start this. So I'm just going to start. I'm going to take a sip of water because it's, uh, it's, it's good to stay hydrated. Safety first, everyone knows. And uh, we'll begin. On your mark, get set, go. That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen. Danny Hatch. Hello, everybody. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening live. If you're listening live, thank you for listening dead. If you're, if you're dead, um, I'm excited. This is the first ever That's the Show with Danny solo show of 2016. Not the first ever. As soon as I said that sentence, my brain was like, no, it's not. It's not the first ever. But it is the first of 2016. So it might as well be the first ever. The way I see it, no one's going to remember anything past Jan 2016, honestly, or before Jan 2016. They're going to look at that in the f when the aliens come down to Earth, to what was once known as Earth, they're going to say, like, boy, everything before January 1st, 2016, throw it away. Empty the recycle bin. Yes, we're sure. Get rid of it. We don't need it. Which is good. I said we that means no one's gonna remember 9-11, which was awful. Um those Paris attacks in 2015, there was a couple of them. Those were those were bad. I don't want to remember those. Um you know, Death Cat for Cutie's album that came out in 2015 wasn't that great, so I'd be happy if the world kind of forgot that that ever existed. It was fine. It had some real good songs. And it had some mediocre songs, which is fine. Look, man, my whole career has been built off of some good things sprinkled in the field of mediocrity. I get it, but I'm not Death Cab for Cutie. I'm Danny, and I don't know what I was just talking about. Something about aliens not remembering what happened before 2016, and that's why this show is the most important show of all. That was probably it. I'm good at remembering. Yes, so we are here in the Keith and the Girls studios where... Almost every single episode of Here's Your Show, Danny, I guess it's live now, has been uh, recorded besides a couple live shows in our hilarious, fun, crazy, tired, stoned uh, L.A. hotel room show. That was fun. Uh, and now we're here. And we're going to have fun, too. How's the world doing? You can also, uh, boy, that was a weird way to say that sentence. It's been a while since I did one of these. The last few got canceled or not canceled but postponed to today and i feel like i uh you know there's times when i'm talking mid-sentence right now where i feel like i've lost my edge i've lost my juju my hebrew hebrew oh god that was so stupid i feel like i've lost it is my point and i just the only goal i have for the next 45 minutes to one hour probably on the shorter side since we started a little late and we've got another show coming in. My only goal is just to just to just to show myself that I've still got it that the kid is still staying in the picture. Boy, you know, you listen to the radio and you think god, this guy, I could yeah, my kid could do this. Well, your kid probably couldn't do this, honestly, dickhead. This is very tough. 
it's I'm just I feel like I'm floundering even though I start every show like I start every I mean every show probably but every every solo show I feel like the first five to ten minutes are just me talking about how poorly it's going so I don't know I guess we'll see what happens what else is in the news oh boy this is uh this is good. This is good. No, you think no. I'm glad I'm not used to this. I don't want to get complacent. I don't want to get soft. I don't want to, you know, lose my edge as I think I said a sentence ago. So I got to I got to switch up my word choices, my diction. But I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to be a big fucking uh loser pussy bitch. <laughs> chat's all saying call in someone call in and that's fine hey man you know you're only as strong as your weakest member and my weakest member is me so anyone wants to call in and uh bail me out of this uh sinking ship i'd love it look at that you say it and it happens we've got a call coming in we've got two calls coming in i'm gonna take the one that called first if i didn't answer your call call back in a second yellow that's the show with danny you're on the air Hey, Danny Sparrow. Hi, Sparrow. Happy 2016 to you and yours. Happy 2016, Daniel. How are you doing? Welcome to my show. Thank you for calling. You're, you're the first caller of 2016, I'm pretty sure. Yes, we did one of these and I forgot. I mean, forgot. I'm number one USA. Number one. Yes. Gold medal. Mm-hmm. Three stars out of three. I go by a three-star rubric. Well, your girlfriend Rosa asked me to call in mm. as a birthday wish, so that's what I'm doing. Oh yes, right. it's her birthday. Was recently? You're telling me her birthday was I don't know a couple of days ago, oh, but boy. I subscribe to when the birthday girl feels like birthdaying your birthday. Right? Do you think she's gonna know I forgot her birthday? Like listening uh, to this? No. In fact, I know what sweet fucking thing you did for her birthday. Do you want to tell the people about that? Oh, sure. Give me. Can you vamp for one second while I uh, reach over and turn the heat off and won't be close to a microphone? Thanks, Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm totally good at this. Um, oh, I'm, I'm back. Really no worries. Good. What were you saying? No, it, it's cool. I felt you told me to, to go, and I'm like, uh, being a Danny over here about it. Oh, come on. Classic. I love it. Whoa. Well, you know, my name Dang. is already a verb. Boom. And a lot of context, and I'm happy to add a new one. You know, I'm sorry, Danny. You're amazing. This show's amazing. Oh, thank you. That's all I needed, and you can go now. No, I'm kidding. Of course, you don't have to go. Um, you, you referenced my girlfriend's birthday, and yes, it's true world. I didn't forget that my girlfriend's birthday was recently. Um, or what if I did, honestly? So, okay. So I went down to surprise her for her birthday. Rosa, or up, rather. Rosa lives in Cambridge, England. And I live in New York, so I took a 19-hour boat ride, which then turned into like a 45-hour boat ride. We changed boats halfway through. I don't know how that worked also. They just said... We don't have public transportation in the mountain. I don't know how it works either. I'm going to trust you. Right. But like I figured it would just be one boat I would get on to go to England. And halfway through, they like... They're like, nope, here's the new boat. A new, there was like a boat next to us. And they said, the this is the bogus. one you go on. I thought it was bogus. I mean, it got me there. Um, sure, sure. But yes, I went up to surprise Rosa, my girlfriend, for her birthday. But what if I forgot it was her birthday and I just went up because I needed some emotional coddling and you know, it happened to work out that it's also her birthday and that's good. And I capitalized on that and obviously I wouldn't tell her I only went up because I need emotional coddling and not because I forgot it was her birthday. But what if I really forgot it was her birthday? 
that's two birds with one stone, Hawk. Right. I'd say that's a good day. Yeah, thank you. The world needs more people like you, Sparrow. Ah, cool. How many self-help books have you ever bought in your life? Uh, zero. Exactly. Zero. Because the only... I don't don't like to read. Well, have you bought any books, period, in your life? Or just... Yeah, I like reference books. I don't like fiction. I grew up reading a lot of, Mm. uh, like, um engineering and electrical manuals that my uh, granddad had around. So I have like a dictionary and thesauruses and like anatomy references, but no like fiction books. Well, that sounds fucking boring, Sparrow. I'm sorry. I have to say, <laughs> I love fiction books. Uh, I hate reference yeah. books. Go, go on. Well, it's because I don't want to read a book front cover. I want to open it up, read a section, all oh, this interesting, cool. And then, then mm. put it up. Give me like five, 10 minutes and, and I'm cool. I can't just like sit down for an hour and read a book. Yeah, I think you should just skip reading altogether then, honestly. <laughs> You're not going to get any enjoyment out of it that way. Just What about like a book of short stories? You just flip one no, over. No, no, I, I really don't enjoy reading fiction. Like I'll read Harry Potter once a year, and that's once pretty cool. Um, the Giver every couple of years. I mean, mm. there, there are certain books I'll read, but, but other than that, not something new coming out, no thanks. The Giver was a good one. Giver is amazing, is what it is. When it turned out that that kid is really a girl in the end, that baby. Did you watch the movie version of The Giver that came out with? No, I didn't see it. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. I'm glad I skipped it. What was bullshit about it? It looked like they aged everyone up, which is a trend these days. They did. They aged everybody up. They didn't really go through how like the weird, crazy world was set up, and. it was more action-packed than it than it was. The little Zoom machine was uh, flying over them kind of at the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. You should have fucking read it. There's an ending. But um, there's, there's no spaceship that finds them. The dude, like, takes off on a bike, you know, with a baby. And they have, like, little boy hunger. And that's about it. Yes, I do remember. He They see another town, right, as they're about to give up, right? Spoiler alert again. No, they, right, spoilers. No, they see a, a cabin, mm, like a cross mm. thing. And it reminds him of, uh, like, the giver's first memory where he heard music. I think he heard music for the first time is what that was. Because he was seeing colors, you know, where people couldn't see color. And the the giver, um, uh, his first, like, sense outside of everything was was music. So I think he was hearing uh, the giver's sense to end, like a a nice bookend to his experience. Did now I again I didn't see the movie. Did they leave this? I thought it was weird in the book that they left this in that the that the giver the song that the giver was first heard that he shared with, was the kid's name Jonas. I think it was Jonas. Was yeah, okay. the Smash Mouth song All Star, and I was like, that's weird that this book that, that came great. out in like what the seventies maybe would like. I know, but they were looking forward to the future into the nineties, yeah. and they really picked the stinker. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Did they did they leave that in the movie? I thought that was one of the cool parts of the book that Smash. Yeah, they couldn't get the rights. They couldn't get the rights. Really, they couldn't get the rights. Yeah, I mean they offered him money, but all he really wanted were those dumb shirts, and they really oh, couldn't ethically do that. Well, Sh- huh, I wonder I wonder what Shrek gave them to give them that because that thing was all over Shrek. You'd think that Smash Mouth scored Shrek. Was that Disney? Shrek Disney? No, that was DreamWorks. Disney's not going to give Smash Mouth the time of day. Disney works with quality. DreamWorks is all about cheap catchphrases and hacky jokes that'll be dead. Is that right? Yeah, I read. I took a college course on it. Disney versus DreamWorks. I I have philosophical differences with CGI. You have differences with it. 
Yeah, well, I'm a puppeteer, so mm. like I'm I'm really into things that are practically done. I love seeing live theater and like that kind of thing. I, CGI takes some kind of magic out of 3D for me as a human being. Interesting. Did you see Anomalisa, the new Charlie Kaufman movie? I did not. I don't even know what that is. It Please is, message it to me on the forums when we're done. It's a stop motion animated adult drama that is very good. Uh, it's, yeah. It's. Is that? I guess that's CGI, right? Is stop motion CGI? No, it's not. It's stop motion. So no, it stop is motion. There's like a little clay figurine, and yeah, someone yeah. spends all fucking day moving it around. Yeah, that's what they do. They spend all day with those sons of bitches, just tiny arm movements. And I like works. knowing that. Like part of me watching something, I'm a very process oriented, so I like knowing that somebody was probably jacked up on Adderall, spending all day with their buddies. Moving something around as opposed to, you know, a guy in front of a computer on Adderall doing it all night, you know? There's yeah. like a fun party element to it that I enjoy. I mean, I still think that it that's a lot of work to CGI, to sure. work on a CGI movie. It it's just, I think it's just me and my preference and, and my particular work that I do. Mm. But I, I really, I like when people go the extra mile and put something real out there, I think there's a lot more magic to it. Because, you know, these days, you can make anything happen with your CGI. It doesn't fucking matter. But, you know, when you know someone actually had to figure it out, it's exciting for me to watch. Yeah. Do you think... Now, I know you're not a CGI expert, neither am I. This is just an no. open form question. And if anyone, I mean, I did watch the toy, making of Toy Story documentary well, recently. Seen that? So there's that. Is that... What's that about? Um, it was a whole like two hour documentary about like the making of uh, Toy Story because they were having to like create this CGI stuff from scratch, like moving, creating movement in that whatever the fuck digital world. I don't even know what to fucking call it. The digital but world. Even making those movements was something they had, were figuring out from scratch. So it was uh, a documentary about the movie and the story and also the birth and development of CGI. Wow. Well, I guess this leads into my question. Which is, can CGI fix this show? Could could we CGI this show and make it a little snappier, a little sprucier, maybe make me a little more confident in myself? Is that something, has CGI technology there or is it not there yet? No, no, you need something like real that you can put your mm. hands on because I'm sure they're sweaty and shaking and gross. You know, CGI really eh. can't give you that emotional connection. You're pretty close, yeah. I'd say sweaty and shaky. I wouldn't say that gross. Not even no. that shaky. Sweaty. I mean, you yeah, were saying some pretty nasty things about snot earlier. So I don't know how moist yes. you got, Bailey. I am. I don't know if the listeners can hear it in my in my my dulcet tones, but I am a little sick. I'm a little stuffy. There's a cold going around, and I hope it's not the super flu from the stand. But if it is, I think we had a good run. I'm happy that I lived on this earth for 24 years, and if if my time comes to end in a super flu stand scenario, then that's fine. I hope it's not that. I hope it's only a common cold. But yes, I am a little sick, Sparrow. Thank you for mentioning. R.I.P. Danny. If you die, we'll be a lobster roll. No problem. R.I.P. Me. Uh, yeah. I'm the only one who gets to say that to people. Oh, I apologize. All right, Sparrow. Well, R.I.P. Sparrow. Thank you very much. All right. Keep killing it. Where can we find you? Oh, nowhere, man. Mm, I like it. That's that hippie yeah. attitude. <laughs> Nowhere and everywhere right. at the same time. Have okay. a good night, Sparrow. Thank you for calling me. Oh, boy. Sparrow, the worst. Am I right? Nah, she's not the worst. She's great. I was trying to, in my head, with that weird pause there, I was trying to, like, come up with some sort of, like, lag joke or something. But, like, I couldn't. And then the longer that I went, 
not saying that Sparrow's not the worst. I just felt like, oh, she, I'm, I'm actually just saying Sparrow's the worst now, which is not true. Sparrow's great. Sparrow's writing in the chat. How was that? I'm going to say 8.5 out of 10, maybe a 9 on a good day. And that's the Danny Show quality seal that we've all come to know and love and expect from this show. Easily 8.5 out of 10, some days even 9. So yes, yeah, Sparrow alluded to it, and I flat out said it, uh, but we'll, we'll get back into it because it's written on my paper. I went, uh, I went up to surprise Rosa for her birthday. I didn't know it was her birthday. I was, I, it was not great timing on my part. I was fully aware and cognizant that it was a celebration of the day she was born lining up with the time that I chose to come visit her. That would have been great if I had forgotten and just been able to play it off. Like it was all cool. That would have been perfect. I, man, I wish, honestly, I wish I was a worse boyfriend so I, I could have that better story. But I don't because I'm not. I'm a great boyfriend. I came home. Came home. I, you know what? Her home is my home now. I have to say. I came home. I came home. I, so I woke up. I booked the tickets on Megabus or the ticket. Um, I did travel with my girlfriend up to see Rosa, by the way. We uh, parted ways at Boston South Station. But I did buy two tickets for myself and my mistress. And I'm hoping Rosa's uh, deafness is acting up. And she didn't get to hear that last snippet of conversation. But I wake up. I've already booked the ticket. Uh, Friday morning, I just I feel like shit. I've, I've, I'm like officially like, oh, god damn it, I'm sick. And I, you know, for, for a second I was like, maybe I just won't go. She doesn't know, that clearly, obviously, that I'm planning on doing this. So it's not like she's going to miss it, you know. Um, but I did. I went. And uh, let's see what this caller has to say about that. Yellow, you're on the air. That's the show of Danny. Who are you? Hi. Oh, hi. I might have missed the last thing you said because I was calling and oh, I, there's a lag. That's great. Why? Is I your... hope there wasn't anything sensitive that would hurt my feelings. Oh, I can't imagine it would have been. This is Rosa, of course, my girlfriend, my only girlfriend. Certainly don't have a mistress. Certainly wouldn't have uh, brought her up on a live show she's listening to if I had one. Uh, she's calling with a different phone number than she usually calls with and I want to know. What's up with that? To steal Keenan Wait, Thompson's really? Am I really? Yeah, it's it's not the number you usually call with popping up on the screen. That's why I was a little hesitant. That's not very really. weird. I wonder if that has to do with me and my previous Skype phone situation <laughs> with your network. That is true. Because last I'm using my phone. I'm using my regular phone number. Mm, weird. Yeah, last time you called into this uh, Skype uh, account, you were... You were the star of the Kaka show, the unwitting, unplanned star. I did receive a number of calls after number. my call. And you did great, I think. Oh, thanks for saying so. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll always say it, babe. Because I mean it. <laughs> I, I can never it. actually know if I did great, though, because you will always say it. That's but I'll true. Take it. But you know what? Know that you always did great, no matter what. Thanks. I'll stop trying now. You did an excellent Karen Feehan impression. Don't stop trying. Oh, good. I, you know, I'm a big fan, so. Who isn't? Besides Karen. She hates herself. No, she doesn't. She, <laughs> she, she mustn't. She thinks she's the shit. You did an excellent Danny Hatch impression, if I may okay. say so myself. I, excellent I, I, I was Dylan. doing an impression of you doing an impression of me, which I really think I nailed. You know, it was so meta. It's like I never met a you I didn't like. And... Mm. Those words usually make sense when I say them. So if they didn't make sense this time, that's all. That's all good. What's they meted a lot of sense. It meted a lot of sense. Rosa, now, I'm going to say this as a joke, and I'll say it for real one day, but will you meta me? 
I'll marry you any day. Thank you. But I'm but not yet because we're still young. But one day. One Marriage day. is for old people. Am I right? Men's one a day. Yeah, absolutely. Like, who gets married young? What's the deal with that? Like, I think it, I think it's a bad idea. It's like just have a party. Just have two parties if you want. Have one for each of you. But getting married at like it's like sixteen, seventeen now. I'm seeing these kids in India getting married. Twelve, thirteen, it, even. It's, 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 it does. It does. It does mean you get to have like more divorces and more weddings. It's Which, true. Like, maybe that's what people want. Sure, they're just saying, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have a lot of parties over. Mm-hmm. I just, I need sure they're getting the jump early so they can, because divorce party is a thing. Second marriage, second divorce, marriage yeah. three is a big one. Um, like once they, if they make divorce illegal again, we're gonna see that marriage time go like way back up. You know, people will be real hesitant. Yeah. I think once they legalize gay marriage, this country's going to go down the fucking pooper. And I don't mean that as a pun. What were you saying? Yeah. I was saying if they were to, if they were to make divorce illegal. Oh, uh, yes. But, yes. but, um, same yeah. thing, honestly. Divorce and gay marriage, <laughs> interchangeable in my book. They're both going to, ru- mm-hmm. they're going to ruin marriage. My parents got gay married when I was 11. And I think it built character. Did they get gay divorced? When, how old were you when they no, got gay divorced? The divorce was not what I would call happy. It was not a gay old time. It was a pretty negative uh, divorce. How honestly. did it impact you? How old were you when they got divorced? I was 11. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. It impacted me in that I... Okay, so you know how most parents say, like, it's not your fault. We still love you the same. We're, you mean is, most parents lie? You know how sure, most parents lie? Well, that makes me feel better to hear because my parents flat out were like, look, dude, this is, this is all you, we have to say. You are a handful and a half. Your sisters are little angels. We only stayed together for so long because of your darling sisters. But you, my friend, are a fucking weight that is dragging us down. You might as well call yourself the divorce kid because it is your fault, 100%, no question, they said to me. I was about 11 and a half. That must have been really tough to hear. Yeah, it kind of screwed me up for a little while. Um, but it sounds like you're, you're really resilient because look at uh, where you are now. Sure. Sure. Alone in a room. Alone in a room, actively plotting to break Keith and Kemda up from Mm -hmm. their business relationship. (laughs) I came a little too late to break up their romantic relationship, but God damn it. I'm going to have, I'm going to take a crack at that business relationship. I think you're on the right path. No, I'm not. They're great. Now, Rosa, I did come up to visit you in Cambridge, Massachusetts, not England. It was very fun. I'm sorry I was so sick and I was not as energetic. I'm not that energetic usually, but I was certainly not at my energetic peak when I came to see you. But I had a very nice time. You did did make it out to the wedding, though, for like an hour. I did. So we went to... You have uh, two friends who are women. Uh, mm-hmm. And they got married, and they had a little mm-hmm. wedding reception at a brewery in Cambridge uh, that I went to with you. No yeah. meat at the buffet, meatless buffet, and you have to wonder: is that a political thing? Are they saying like, "Hey, you know, yes, all men, not all women," or whatever it was? 
I do think that they are like vegetarian lesbians mm. that live in like the lesbian part of Boston mm. and Boston? have um Isn't all have a wedding at a brewery with no meat. Yeah, I think that's I think it was political. I think it was actually all about you. Yeah, I, I think they wanted you to know <laughs> that you weren't really welcome. Like they Okay. It's good that you say this because that's what I was feeling the whole time. For about yeah. an hour and a half. I was just like, oh, they could not be any more blatant about this slap mm-hmm. in the face with their fried mac and cheese balls and their no sausage. There was a sign that said no sausage allowed on the buffet table. It was like, yeah, there's no that sausage was, here. We that was that. because they know that if they hadn't put that sign up, you would have whipped it out. Like when I, I told know. them that you were coming, okay. they printed that sign. Okay. I wouldn't have, they were like, I wouldn't have whipped it out. I would have like taken it out. Yeah. Presented like a, it, yeah, sure. for uh, like for the I would have used it to cut the cake. That's not whipping mm-hmm. it out. That's ceremony. I'm a showman. I like pomp and circumstance. I'm not gonna whip my dick out at random. Yeah, this is just like a non-traditional ceremony. So, like, I think that would have totally okay. flown at you okay. know, like a more heteronormative type right. event. Um, is this like maybe like maybe that'll be appropriate at. Um, like our wedding or um, my brother's wedding. You know. He's getting married? You think? Excuse me? He's getting married, you think? Oh, I mean, they're like common law married. Right. They're not they're not they're not getting married until they can afford like one of those big fancy weddings. Mm. She she definitely wants a big traditional wedding. She has a really big family. She wants a big ring, she wants a nice mm. dress. They're gonna go all out. Okay. Um, and I'm so allowed to go all out and whip it out there, right? Because it's a I'm not wedding? saying. I'm just saying it will be a more traditional wedding. So okay, sounds like you know like how, what that means to you. Yeah, it means I'm. It means I've got the all clear. It means I'm good to go. Is what it means to me. I don't know a lot about traditional weddings. I'll be honest. I've only been to one, and I was on acid. So mm-hmm. okay, I've been to a few. Both of my parents were, had pretty traditional weddings. Well, my dad did. My mom had a smaller wedding. My dad had a pretty big second. And who, can you tell me, like, who cut the cake with their dick at those weddings? Me. Just, well, I want to pick. Oh, it was you always. Well, wow, it was me, well, it was me and my dad's, cutter. and then at my mom's, it was me and my stepbrother. Okay. Because he's cool. part of it, too. He's, you know, yeah. we're not, just because he, you know, is a stepbrother doesn't mean he's not getting to cut the cake with his dick if he wants to. That would be Sure. Weird. So, yeah, of course we let him. Did you bear the ring on your dick? Were you also the oh, ring bearer? Oh, please. You of all people should know my mom's fingers aren't that large. <laughs> Fair enough. They're pretty big. We tried, honestly, for about half an hour to jam it on there. But, but it, no dice. Yeah, so we figured we'd just go the pillow route, and then we, we would use our dicks to cut the cake instead. Mm. But mm. yeah, we definitely tried. We definitely tried that. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun being with you, Rosa. Oh, thanks. It was such, I was legitimately so surprised. I don't think I've ever been surprised for a birthday occasion before. My heart was like racing. I did, I, this was funny. Uh So the doorbell, people rarely buzz my Mm -hmm. buzzer. Like people will call me, I'll know that they're coming over. The only time it ever buzzes is if if I've ordered food, which I know about, or sometimes my neighbors in my building will ring my bell so they can talk like building politics. And that really happens once a year which actually is kind of right now, we're about to do our annual condo board meeting. So when I heard the buzzer and I had not ordered food, I assumed it was Joanne from downstairs. 
and I ignored it. I was like, there's no way. I'm not in the mood. I'm masturbating. It's Friday evening. I'm mm-hmm. hanging out. It's my birthday tomorrow. I don't give a shit. Sure. And then the buzzer went again for like a really long time. And I was like, who does this bitch think she is? And I came downstairs and there you were. And my heart mm-hmm. totally was racing. And it was, um, it was such a, such a treat and a surprise. So Aww. thank you. I was definitely worried that I would be giving it away because I kept asking you about like, oh, what are your plans for today? What, oh, what time is that? Like I was trying You to- always ask me what my plans are. I always know what you're up to. It was no, I was, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I felt like I was being a little more blatant about it this time, but that's good to know. I'm really glad you were surprised that that was, that was really nice time. Yeah. That I gave you. I also got like really sad when I left last time. Like I always get sad mm. when I leave, but I legitimately had like a little bit of emotional meltdown. Mm. Um, the night before I left listeners, I was there for the marathon and I was in yeah. Thailand before that. So I hadn't been home in like a month. And, um, I guess I'd been a little exhausted. We stayed up for 40 of the 46 hours of marathon. 47. Oh, me, a little 47 less impressive. hours of marathon. <laughs> a little less impressive and, if it's only 47 hours, <laughs> not 46. Or whatever. You're right. What we works. slept for seven hours. Excuse me. I don't know. We slept um, for like six. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. We slept for six <laughs> hours out of however many fucking hours that you guys were awake for, 47. um, doing marathoning. Anyhow. Um, we went home and we napped and then at some point in the middle of the night I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, I'm about to go home to my life and mm-hmm. then I had to leave you and I got super sad and I was like crying and you held me for like an hour while I just like snotted and cried mm-hmm. into your chest, which is very sweet of you. Well. And then you came and showed up. So that was also just really nice because I was feeling lonely and anxious about the new semester. So you are the world's best boyfriend. Oh, thank Everyone you. Everyone should know. I can finally start using that coffee mug. I mm-hmm. wanted it verified first. Now I'm going to mm-hmm. become a coffee drinker because I have a mug to drink it out of. And it says, world's best boyfriend. And then if you flip it over on the other side, it says, world's best dad. Someday. So I can only drink out of the best boyfriend side of it for now. Yeah. But one day yeah. I'll have full 360 access to that coffee mug, and I, ca- I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you mentioned something about me holding you for an hour while you snotted all over me. Did you get so me that sick, That was not Rosa? like sickness snot. Mm, that was like when you cry, ugly okay. cry, and you snot. Sure, I never not cry when I'm sick. I'm always happy as a clam. I'm never crying. <sighs> I'm, starting I'm to- just saying, you snotting on me with sickness is not equivalent to me snotting on you with sadness. Uh, they both start with S, honestly. Sickness and sadness. And mm. I'm starting to think that you are the patient zero of me. Of my current state right now. I will give you that sadness is a sickness. And I know that you maybe can appreciate that more mm-hmm. than most. Yeah, you just got to go running and you'll get better. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Um, but I don't like to run, so right. I really need to avoid that whole yeah. sickness. Yeah, man. Sadness. Paraplegics must just be crazy depressed all the time. Yeah, mostly because they can't, can't run, run to overcome their existing depression. Yeah. Not at all because they're just generally sad about being paraplegic. Yeah, you know, that means that your other senses are heightened, right? If you can't move your arms and legs, like you can hear really good or see better. Isn't that how it, it is? Goes? There are some weird things like if you, this is not exactly paraplegic, but like let's say um, you've had a hand cut off like mm. a limb Heaven amputated forbid. for whatever reason, yes. eventually your brain will start to remap the part of the part of the brain that 
is sensitive for your hand will start to be remapped to your cheek. So like if I were to stroke your cheek, it would feel like I was stroking your fingers, even though you don't have fingers because the part of the brain that represents our head and our face sits right next to the part for that represents our hand. Does huh. that make sense? It does make I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I understand what you're saying. So yeah, I could like stroke someone's cheek if they didn't have a hand and they'd be like, you're huh. tickling my thumb. And I'd be like, you don't have a thumb. And then, you know, why was I tickling his face, right? Because I show my tickle. Next time I'm up there, face. I'll put up, I'll put like a Craigslist ad out seeking amputees mm-hmm. for a little, a little tickle session, a little tickle mm-hmm. experiment. Okay, cool. Good. Well, good. Yeah. I like this. Adding purpose mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Rosa, before you go. Can we do tickle team when you post on Craigslist that we'll do it as a team? Because I don't want to engage in like any weird, anything physical with anyone without you so like oh yeah no we'll we'll hashtag tickle team it don't worry i won't okay. i won't make you tickle anyone that you don't want to tickle when you're alone when we're together uh, and i have to tickle him or her also you're all, you you best believe you're also tickling and okay I will, cool. I will make you tickle this person if i also have to tickle them but like yeah if i'm not with you i'm not gonna make you tickle anyone you don't want to tickle <laughs> awesome now rosa i do have to I let, think- oh, go ahead Never mind. Uh, no, so no, 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 no. I, finish your finish. I think that we might be able to design an experiment where, like, I could be tickling your hand, but they would feel like I was tickling their hand. It would involve mirrors. Mm, my favorite Justin Timberlake song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be playing mirrors on a loop. Yes. Um, Suit and tie. And they maybe need to have missed. They may. They they're missing a hand. Right. We're looking for amputees. Yeah, I think this can work. I think I can make it so that I can just tickle your hand. And they will feel like I'm tickling their hand. And then that just solves the whole me tickling a stranger thing entirely. Sure. Well, Rose, I'm going to let you go. But before we go, uh, why don't you say hello to whoever just joined our group call? Who am I talking to? Yellow. Hey, Levi. Who's this? It's Levi. Texas Levi. Oh, Texas Levi. Hey. Texas Levi. What's up, Rose? Hello, Levi. Now, Levi, let's say that you get an emergency call, and it's good you're here while Rose is here. Let's say you get an emergency call about, like, a hashtag tickle team party gone wrong. What would be standing, standing in, or stand, st- what would be standing operating procedure for that? Um, <clears throat> I'd sedate the shit out of everybody. That's, that's weird. You'd what? I'd probably sedate everybody there. Mm, you can do that. Nice, nice. You ever get high on your own supply, Levi? No, that's that's a, that's frowned upon. But there yeah. are people that get in trouble for that pretty frequently. Really? Yeah, there's been a whole lot of that down here. People taking morphine and fentanyl and uh, replacing it with saline, and then Ooh. the people that actually need it end up getting just saline and no pain relief or anything. Ooh. And that's bad. Yeah, Shit. really bad. It's wow. used for a lot more pain relief too. Like morphine is a coronary artery dilator, so when someone's having a heart attack, it's one of the things you'll give. And um, and it was just it's, a bunch of contact solution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucked. You're giving them contact solution. You're trying to dilate their uh-huh. arteries and their heart, and then they get no relief from it, and a heart attack can happen a lot quicker, and then they can go into cardiac arrest sooner. Wow. Well, that, oh boy. The paramedic world is darker than I realized. Yeah, it's really dark. <laughs> wow. But I'm, I'm hospital station. I, I work in the ER now. Oh, I'm good. All- you, got, you, got, you moved on up? <laughs> You got yeah, moving up. Congrats, Levi. Yeah, How working much? on the truck gets old. I remember my very first week of working on the truck, I had somebody call for 
if a battery's in their television remote replaced. Hmm. So that sort of shit gets old really quick. I'm sure it does. That sounds deeply frustrating. It, it is, because the call was for what she thought was a quote-unquote heart attack. When we got there and she was crying and said, I just, I can't get this to work. So we replaced the batteries in her remote, and then she felt better and signed a release, and we left. And I was immediately pretty jaded. We talking Holy shit. Double A's, triple A's, what kind of bats? I believe they were triple A's. Triple A's. She likes it dirty. Okay. Yeah, she had them in backwards. She couldn't figure out what was going on. She had them in backwards. They make the little things. They have the tabs that you can you can know. Wow, this person sounds like a real fucking moron, Levi. Uh, that's College Station, Texas for you. College Station. Shit. Hmm. Shit Aggies is right. and shit, right? What's that, honey bear? Aggies. A&M, Aggies. It's like we used to have jokes in Texas, like Longhorns and Aggies. You know how you have blonde jokes? Oh, like blondes are real dumb or whatever. I'd be like, Whoa. you ever seen a blonde do a blah? Hey. College Station. Blonde lives matter, Rosa. Let's, uh, I would think right. of all people. You're right. I take it back. <laughs> I'm going to let you talk to Levi because I'm enjoying everything he has to say. I love you so much. I love you too, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, Levi, I was talking to Rosa, but you play your cards right. Maybe you'll get an I love you, honey at the end of his <laughs> whole shebang. Now, Levi, how much of your promotion would you say can be chalked up to the healing influence of my show? Oh, I'd say about 80%. 80%. I love it. Next promotion, let's Absolutely. bump that up to 90 I want to make you president of Texas. Yeah, I'll, I'll play this clip for them, and I'll, I'll get another pay rate for sure. <laughs> Perfect. 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 I Okay. Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, no. No? Okay, because, like, if you do, just, like, let me know so I can, like, watermark it, the clip, <laughs> so they, they won't put it on Pirate Bay. Or if they do, I'll yeah. know who did it. So, uh, it's a little known fact. A lot of promotions in the uh, medical industry are based on clout among podcasters. Oh! <laughs> Excellent that I'm on here today. I gotta, huh. That's why my dad is such a doctor these days. It's because <laughs> they knew his kid would be a podcaster one day. Wait, is your dad a doctor? He is an allergist and a pediatrician. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. He loves stabbing kids with a bunch of needles at one time to see what they're allergic to. Oh, yeah. I went to that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, years and years on end. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I got it done to me, and it came up empty. And then years later, I'm allergic to cats, which never showed up on the dozens of times I got my arm pricked by thousands of needles. Dozens of needles. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was allergic, like, horribly allergic to cats when I was a kid. And uh, once I moved in with my girlfriend, she has a cat. And I developed a tolerance to it, I guess, to where now I, don't, I barely uh. have to take any allergy pills for it. So maybe there's some hope for you. you yeah. You around cats constantly. That would be good. There was, for, for about six months, I shared a room with a guy who had a cat. And for whatever reason, I don't remember that bothering me that much. And I think that's, that's probably because I was just around that cat so often. But yeah, since I have a break from being around Rose's cat, I feel like my body, you know, uh, doesn't let itself get charged up against that cat. Boy, words are hard, aren't they, Levi? Is there, is there, uh, can you help with that, with words? Does anyone ever call you and be like, I'm having a hard time talking? Yeah, Come on. that's usually a stroke. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right, well, we've got it diagnosed. That's good. Uh, there's a few other things, but it starts with, uh, starts with words. Flirt speech. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think I've been having a stroke for about four straight years now. You uh, have a lot of brain damage. I must. I, I've got to have a lot of it. I, I, bet, I bet I'll be the first person ever to have CTE without ever having played, like, football. <laughs> like, I've played football, but I've never played, like, football football. And I bet I still have CTE. As in, like, a traumatic brain injury? What yeah, are you talking about? What, what's the, the movie Concussion? It's that, the oh, I chronic... Oh, but I've heard about it. TE, I believe it stands for. Chronic Touchdown End Zone, I think it is. Uh, yeah, so. that sounds about right. Yes. Well, Levi, is there anything you want to add to your call? Um, when are you going to come out with a stand-up CD? I've been waiting for that. A stand-up CD? I don't know. It'll probably be a little while, but I do have a non-stand-up CD, if that uh, fills your britches. Yeah, I do. I actually think I'm ordering it this week or oh, downloading it. Thanks very much. That's very kind. But I really enjoyed your stand-up on the, uh, on the tour y'all did. That was a lot of fun. Oh, it was thank real you. funny. Thank you. Levi, you're, I'm feeling better already. Oh, excellent. Your healing powers know no bounds. <laughs> All right, Levi. Well, you have a wonderful night, unless you have something else you'd like to say. Oh, no, I'm just heading into work right now. Ooh, so. Good luck. Tell them I say keep up the good work to your boss. <laughs> well, have a good night, Danny. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm. Salt of the earth, that guy, Levi. Love him. Now, it is. I hate to pause the show amidst all this fun, but we do have to confront some realities of the world. This is not, look, we're all, the DIY spirit is alive and well in the Danny show, and we have to, we have to take our funding where we can get it. And so I, today's show is sponsored. I have an ad to read. And look, the person who sponsored the show, a lot of people have really strong feelings about this person, myself included. But, you know, I got to, this show's my baby. I got to keep it fed no matter what. You know, you hear about these moms or dads who prostitute themselves to feed their kids. That's basically what I'm doing by accepting um, sponsorship from Martin Shkreli. So I have some copy that he sent me. Oh, boy. So I really should have looked at it before uh, this segment. It's pretty bad, but I'm going to read it because I got to read it because he sponsored our show. So here we go. <sighs> Hello, N-Words. Uh, and he did write out the word. I'm going to, you know, if you, I'm, I'm not going to say that word. If he knocks a couple bucks off of the sponsorship, fine, but I will not say that word. Hello, N-Words. What up, bitches? It's me, your boy, Martin Shkreli. Like Shrek, but cooler. I don't know what that means, but okay. Just want to say that today's show is brought to you by the coolest, biggest badass on the block. That's right. It's me, Martin Shkreli. I hope you don't have AIDS. Because I'm going to... Oh, Martin. Okay. I hope you don't have AIDS because I'm going to come foreclose your house also. You don't deserve to live... Oh, my God. I only jack up the medicine because I don't believe your people. Straight or gay, I don't care. Anyone with AIDS is filthy and disgusting. The Wu-Tang album kind of sucks. I give it a 4 out of 10. I flushed it down the toilet. Martin... He flushed the Wu-Tang album down. I didn't even know you could flush an album down the toilet. That's like, it's an LP, Martin. How did, did you have, you must have, your toilet must be all clogged. My toilet is clogged. Okay. 
If any of you idiot Danny Show listeners are plumbers, and I'm sure most of you are, please give me a call at 666-666-6666. Once again, that number is 666-666-6666. I'm Martin Shkreli. You have AIDS. Fix my toilet. So that check him out. Give him um, some business. If he's thank we thank you for sponsoring the show, Martin Shkreli. I should probably give these a once over next time. Everyone remembers the shitty gym debacle. Um, you'd think I would have learned from that. I didn't. I think I think I just committed a hate crime by reading all that. So Martin Shkreli, check him out. Uh, also, real quick, we're winding down the show. I know, it, I know, it doesn't feel like it, but um, after all, after after that high octane fun, but we do get we we gotta we gotta sh- downshift into wind down mode. But I want to say something real quick. I w- I was very honored to be part of a project uh, that is now available for your viewing consumption. Again, I'm just reading the ad. No, this isn't an ad. I um I was the subject. And some may say star of the pilot episode of The Dump, which is a new web series from Alex Monster and Jake Hart uh, based on true stories of uh, when people were real shitheads. And so that is available now. It's a reenactment of a time that I knowingly blew a married man, committed adultery. Um, And it's great. I, you know, I was nervous about it just because I don't have a lot of faith in my acting. And I certainly think that my acting is the worst part of the web series, but it's really, really well done. It is extremely entertaining. It's very funny. It's very, it's, it's, it looks great. Um, So that's, it's the dump. If you just Google Danny Hatch, the dump, you can find that the name of the web series is the dump. So I'm sure if you Google the dump web series, You'll find it also I'm the pilot episode. And I just want to say thank you to uh, Alex Monster and Jake Hart for letting me be a part of the dump. I also had to take a shit on their chest before I got the part. But I figured, hey, they're doing a cute thing with the word the dump. And I love it. And I'm not going to ask any questions. So that's what I did. So check out the dump. I think Rosa put a link in the chat unless she just put a link to like a song she likes. And in which case, watch that too. She likes some good music. Check it out. Uh, okay, real quick before we get out of here, because we still have it's still a regular show, even though this is this is probably the most um, avant-garde Danny show yet. It's certainly formless. There was not a monologue you might notice. And real quick, I'm going to rectify that. Do they call jacking off on the back of the bus the Mile Y Club? Hilarious, love it. Guess where I was when I thought of that. Um, yeah, so recommendations. I will tell you about an album that I really like. So this band Dive, which I am a fan of, uh, just released their sophomore album after four years and a lot of a lot of in-band, out-band turmoil following this band and this guy, Zachary Cole Smith is the uh the front man of Dive. A lot of he was a lot of tabloid news surrounding them lately uh but you know what they they put all that behind them and they came out with an amazing album it's called is the is R. if you guys like shoegazy indie rocky my bloody valentine type songs be sure to give dive a listen they're wonderful they're okay look dive also paid me to say this and this isn't on the copy but i'll say because i'm a rebel dive is the side project of martin shkreli after Martin Shkreli's new Wu-Tang Clan. 
Um, I think he's doing a tour where Dive is opening for Martin Shkreli's new Wu-Tang Clan, which is honestly pretty ambitious and impressive to open for yourself. Um, but please check out the album Is The Is Are by Dive featuring Martin Shkreli on drums and bass. He doesn't sing, at least, which is good. He writes all the lyrics. Um, a lot. You'd be surprised how many things rhyme with Daraprim. What is it? Daraprim. I, I would know because I've listened to the album so many times. But Daraprim, Daraprim, a lot of he says them both throughout. I don't think he even knows. I don't think Martin Shkreli knows the name of the AIDS medicine that he jacked off, jacked up, jacked off. <laughs> Boy, is that a Freudian slip right there. You guys ever jacked off when you mean to jack it up? Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, check out Is The Is Are by Dive. Um, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a snippet of a song from it because this is going out live over YouTube. And I can't play that much of it because that is illegal. But um, let's hear a little snippet of the song Bent, in parentheses, Roy's song by the band Dive from their album Is The Is Are featuring Martin Shkreli. <laughs> So yeah, check out Dive. That's all we're allowed to play. And I did skip around in there a little bit to throw the YouTube censors off of our scent, sir. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Every song is really nice. Has a, it, you know, it's it's not they're they're not the most diverse sounding band in the world, but I feel like they've really nailed this particular sound. Uh, and it, it's like a 17 song album, and there's not a bum track on there, which is pretty impressive. It's impressive to make a 17 song album anyway these days, but to make a good 17 song album. It's a fool's errand, but they did it. Dive is a bunch of fools. You heard it. You heard it here first. Um, yeah. So that's you know, this is the new format of the show forever now. By the way, I hope you didn't enjoy Keith and Hemda on that show with Danny, because they their contracts have uh, been completed, and we will not be re-upping them, which is fine. They they did their roles admirably but from here on out 2016 on is going to be a danny only danny show so if the way this particular show and format sounded to you just screamed well put together and entertaining to listen to then boy oh boy are you gonna love the rest of my life's worth of shows that i have for you anyway my name is danny hatch there's no quote this week signing off Good night, Vietnam. That'll be the quote. Good night, Vietnam. Do you think anyone's ever said that? Like, to be clever? Like, I'm sure they've said it to mean it in Vietnam, but, like, you think anyone's ever said, like, good night, Vietnam. I don't think they have. I think I was the first. So, sounds good. Tastes good. Smells good. That's the show with Danny. <laughs>